Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of State of Us. It's Alana, Lauren, and Tiara. We are back from our trip to Seattle, which was nice. Um, so we're here recording a few more episodes. Um, is there anything about Seattle you want to say? Any thoughts? It was really pretty. Like the scenery was really nice. So. Yeah, we actually did karaoke and that was really, really fun. After y'all said y'all didn't want to do it. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I needed a drink to do that. I would not have done that. So, so mine. Um, yeah, Seattle, the surrounding areas of Seattle is pretty hot take. I don't think they have the best food. Yeah, the food wasn't the best. Mm -mm. But that ice cream place we went to was good. The ice cream was good. The that coffee was, was really good. good. And then like Pike, Pike Place, obviously that's good. But like the mm -hmm. restaurants were not good. Yeah, I didn't say nothing about the food because I knew y'all were. But, uh, <laughs> that lobster roll was good. Though. That was like the only thing that we had that from a restaurant that was really good. The lobster roll, all that fish plate. I got like a fried fish, shrimp, calamari. That was really oh, good. Oh, it was at a restaurant by Pike. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I should have tried that. That looks good. It smells good. Yeah, it was delicious. <laughs> But we saw the waterfall too. That was nice. Sasquame something. Sasquame. The Squame. Squame. So Squame. Snow. It's not Ed in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> um, yeah, that was nice. I would go back to Pacific Northwest. I don't know if I would like plan a vacation around Seattle though. Next time I think I would just. Yeah. yeah. I think like going to Pike Place. That mm -hmm. was enough and like the like the nature areas of seattle was nice it's nice to see the trees i like mm -hmm. really big foresty trees and there's a lot of that in seattle yeah. i feel like the pace is a lot slower a lot so slower. <laughs> <laughs> that is something i noticed i thought it would be busier but like if you weren't like even a certain rest of the city was not busy so yeah. i don't it was very interesting no one seems to be in a rush there mm -hmm. i'm super big rush though but if you like the chill mood, Seattle might be a good place. Yeah. The driving, well, it was, I feel like the driving was like a 50 50. Like some days it would be real chill, <laughs> other days it would be crazy. But it was, it was interesting just to see like different people and whatnot. So, yeah. That's interesting. Sure. Um, well, Lauren, do you have a question yeah. for us? I do, finally. <laughs> uh, so if you could create a title for a song that describes your life currently, what would it be and why? It's gonna be like, I'm not gonna say that word. Um, <laughs> it doesn't have to be a long title or anything, just a title. Y'all go first. You said all of us? No, y'all go first. <laughs> I thought you said Oliver. I'm like, what is like that? Like Oliver and Company? <laughs> I love that movie. I think mine would be uh, Leave Me Alone. <laughs> because I've been, yeah, I've been wanting to like just step back. Mm -hmm. And it seems like when I made the decision to do that, more people like reached out to me and are like wanting me emotionally. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> I made the decision to like step down and sit down and just focus on me and it's like my family just is like now's the time 
to mess with me and call me. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, I think a title would be. I didn't think of the answer to this question. <laughs> um, I think gas pedal because I feel like right now my life is in this interesting space where I'm kind of just going in a lot of areas and usually I don't so I think it's just very and like it's not bad like I'm not mad it's just a, a different space that I haven't been in in a, in a minute but yeah I think that's what I would title it so you're like you're making the decision to I guess go on some things or? yeah I think I'm kind of I don't say going with the flow, but I feel like I've kind of just allowed things to just go where it's going. Usually I don't do that. So it's just been interesting though. It's not, like I said, I'm not mad or anything at it, but it's just, it's just different. That's all. So. Um, I think mine would be like shadowed mirror. Shadowed mirror. I don't know. Um, I feel like I'm doing like a lot of Privately, I'm doing like a lot of self-reflection on, I guess, you know, my past decisions I've made, how to be a better version of me, um, but also looking at, I don't know, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of shadow work, but it's like looking at the parts of you that aren't the best and like mm. facing them head on and realizing that they are a part of you, but they don't have to stay a part of you for forever. Mm. Um, so I feel like that's where I'm. I'm at like personally. Those all sound like number one hits. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a Tanache song. <laughs> it sounds like everybody's in very different spaces. Yeah. So that's that's pretty interesting and pretty cool. I think pop culture. There's a lot going on in these here black streets of the United States of America. There's just a lot. We can give a rundown, but I think we're only talking about two things. Yeah, let's stick with two. Yeah, so <laughs> the rundown is Nick Cannon got a 10th baby on the way. Um, no comment. No comments on that. Um, because I think we've already talked about Nick. Um, what else is there? There's so many. The Division song. The, yeah, said Division song that came out like in early June. I mean, early July. Yeah. They sample what song did they sample again? They worked with Dame Dash on it, and Dame's too old to be signing off and stuff like that. But if you've not heard it, for our international listeners, if you've if you've not heard the song, our listeners in America, if you've not heard the song, like the essence of the song, the song is literally titled titled "If I Cheat on You, That Don't Mean I Don't Love You." Basically, the premise is, is if you step out on you, like one, the title's too long, and two, if I step out on you once, it doesn't mean I don't love you. And Dame Dash, at 52 years old, produced this whole entire album with them and approved it for him. Proved them. And it's just like, so I wanted to get, there's a thread on Twitter talking about that. Like, what happened to RB music? Like, why is it most of it become toxic? Yeah, there used to be a portion of army music that was I love you, we're gonna have mm-hmm. life together, blah blah blah. There's always been that I've cheated, take me back, yeah. I was horrible. Like there's always been that, but why does it seem like the overwhelming majority of R and B now is very toxic, manipulative, narcissistic? Yeah. Because that's what's selling and that's how a lot of people function in their normal lives. So to them that is good. 
that's that's the perspective I'm coming from because the music industry goes based off what people are attracted to and what's making money. Yeah. So if a lot of people can relate to that toxic song, then that's what's gonna sell. That's how I see it as. <sighs> but he did have on this little YouTube channel like a discussion yes. about the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I did not see this. I watched it in like five seconds. I, I turned it off. It was just silly. It's just like, but the thing is that bothers me because Lauren's right. Like this reflects people's real life. Mm-hmm. Is that there are women, there are men who think this way. Yeah. And there are women who co-sign that yeah. because of internalized misogyny, like patriarchy. They, they co-sign that, and they think that okay, my partner's stepping out on me once or stepping out on me every now and again mm-hmm. is normal because he's a man and he has an insatiable urge to have something different sexually. And that is wild to me because that means men have no self-control. Yeah. That means they're animals in that mindset, yeah. which is not true. Or if she did that, he would be gone in a heartbeat. Exactly. So it's just kind of <laughs> like... Exactly. All right. Women need to be more like men when it comes to stuff like that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. A man will not stick around for the most part if you cheat on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's, it's hilarious. Like I feel like it wasn't... Cause I didn't listen to his interview. I think he did an interview about this song. But if he did this just to kind of spur, like stir up the conversation, I feel like this is something we didn't even need to talk about. I feel like we had this it's conversation every what few months. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and I'm getting long. tired of the conversation of if your man cheats on you, are you taking? No, the answer should be no. <laughs> I mean, well, the answer should about, be no. We talk about the same six topics yeah. on Twitter and TikTok and YouTube. The exact same six topics. If your man cheats on you, are you submissive, friendly, and fit? Are you an alpha male? Do you want him to pay all the bills, or do you want to go fifty-fifty? Do you believe in gender roles? That are the exact five topics we talk about on those three platforms every single day. Rinse, wash, repeat. <laughs> that is true. It's just annoying. Like, I feel like either you have, find somebody that matches what you align, maybe just keep it moving. Yeah. If you want to exactly. do what you do, cool, bye. Yeah. <laughs> it's that simple sometimes. And my thing is, like, if you're somebody who has the urge to be with something different in a relationship, you probably are not monogamous, which is fine. You need to communicate that. And you need to communicate that. And once you realize that within yourself or if you're uncomfortable with it, you need to take a break from dating and get comfortable mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. And then go and date in a way that matches what you actually want. Don't jump. I feel like a lot of people date and they don't know what they want. And they're just like, I'm going to date and figure out what I want. Mm -hmm. But if you're with someone that knows what they want, you're going to hurt that other person. Yeah. That's 100% correct. And it's not fun. I think it's a... I know a lot of times we focus on the gender of a person. But I think at this point, it's a people people problem. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's beyond if you or a man or a woman, it goes down to how you are as an individual. Yeah. Character. Yeah. Well, so, the that, song was... It was not even good. <laughs> it was not even good. Like, it was just, it was not, it was not giving what they were trying to make it give. It was not good. Mm-hmm. I like some of his old stuff, but this new song was just... He said he'll have more love tracks on that album, quote unquote. On this current? This upcoming album. Oh, he's coming out one? Yeah. Um, that was a single from it. I will not be listening. I didn't like the previous <laughs> album he did. Amuse? Huh? Amuse with your feelings? Was that what it was called? Mm-hmm. Is it Ty Dollar song? He did a, a Memories. That, I didn't like that one. Memories? He did like a, uh, another... He, 
uh, did like a collaboration with another artist. Listen. And I did not like that album. I like the very first one he came out with. Yeah, it's called If I Get Caught. That song. <laughs> I remember that song. Because they played it in a club and a whole bunch of men were like really singing out Yes. Loud. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. That, that memories was... 2021 cheers to the best i didn't that's like a song oh well, yeah i didn't like the album the album there's a... i thought that was an album no that's a song i thought oh, okay oh no cheers to the best memories here you go yeah i don't feel like todd dallas on needs to be producing an album <laughs> <laughs> he's a producer he's a featured artist he does not need to produce albums that he's on personally for me <laughs> I wasn't feeling it. It was not. I, I maybe like one or two songs off of that album. But I feel like that's how it is for a lot of artists. The first album, you know, trying to get their foot in the door is really, really good. And then the other albums are just to kind of stay consistent and stay in the industry. Mm -hmm. So it's just... Um, you have to constantly explore. Mm -hmm. And I understand like that's part of being an artist is finding, a, finding your niche and exploring. But sometimes it's just to a point where it's like, no. You knew that was not good. Yeah. Um, what's yeah. our second topic again? Um, Zendaya and Kiki Palmer. So, you all know our girl Kiki. We all love Kiki. I personally love Kiki. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love Kiki. Um, she cool. I like it. Oh, what's your beef? What's your beef with her? Come on, keep going. What's your beef with her? No, I mean, like, I think she's dope. It's just, it was like years ago. I think I've told y'all this, but I posted something on Instagram because she said oh. something. And then we kind of went back and forth. It was, you were thinking Palmer, what? It, okay, it wasn't like back and forth, but it was like I knew she was talking about me because of what I said and because I tagged her into something. So that's why it was. But well, we can keep on going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? she sort of deserves for yeah. being a child star for so long and like finally getting that recognition with that um jordan peele movie um and people were saying i hope she gets the same recognition as zendaya and there's a lot to unpack with yeah. that statement because there's the aspect of colorism and zendaya having i want to say this you can have hard experiences and be a light-skinned black person or a light-skinned biracial person and you can have those experiences, but you will always have some form of privilege, for the most part, navigating within a black society. Because you, not with everyone, but as a collective, you have people see closest to whiteness as better. And that's just an honest truth within the black community. And today it can be, I don't know her, but like, she can be as sweet as she is or whatever, but she'll always have that. Um, but Kiki sort of got upset that people are comparing them to one another. Um, I mean, for one, they're very two different. Yes. They came in the industry in very different ways. Mm -hmm. And I think he Palmer's been in the industry way longer than she Zendaya, has. if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's not like Kiki Palmer has not gotten the recognition, I would say. like, But I, I don't know. I just feel like those are not the two women to compare, no. in my opinion. I think people compared them because they were both on <clears throat> Disney and Nickelodeon. People compared them. They were both child stars, and people compared them because they're relatively close to age. They're, mm -hmm. I think, about four years apart, four or five years apart. Um, but 
I think what's interesting to me is like the fact that how black people measure success in mm-hmm. some ways. Yeah. Because to me, I'm like, well, also on the fact that today has been in a, a ton of big blockbuster movies as mm-hmm. of late and big shows. Um, and so I get that. But also, I makes me wonder, like, that makes me go back to the conversation that they like putting mixed race women in place of black women in shows yeah. and movies. Yeah. Because they love Saka Hurin and Yara Shahidi from Grown Children's Time and the two of them in as a black woman. Did y'all see Yara in that movie? What was that movie? It was, she was starred alongside an Asian guy. It was based off of a book. And the family that had Yara in was dark skinned, kinky haired. <laughs> and, and they had Yara. If you know what she looks like, she's like about nine like a little bit lighter than me, curly, cute hair. And she has an African American mother and a Persian father. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that movie. And I said, huh? When I saw the pictures from the movie, yeah. I was like, I know genetics work in interesting ways. I know that as a fact with my sister looking as she does. However, I was like, y'all really couldn't have cast a girl who looked more like this family. Yeah. But that goes back to say, like, there aren't, ta- it's not like there aren't talented dark skin or medium skin tone black women or even light skin tone black women. It's just because Hollywood is like, well, they're more palatable. Yeah. You can go back to the Fresh uh, Prince of Bel Air when they were casting the Aunt Vivian. Like, that was a whole thing <laughs> itself. So, it's just like, this has been a continuous issue mm-hmm. in that industry. And even when they did the Biggie movie, they had, uh, there were, somebody leaked a few years ago, um, like, the the call for um, roles, and one of them for a dark skinned person was dark skinned, loud, unattractive. Right? But basically, that was what the call was, like, the characteristics. No. Cool. For a woman, and I was saying for a dark skin woman, I was like, like you can't deny it in the industry. Yeah. Like that's very much so in the industry. And that's for acting and for like music. music. Yeah. It's for both. It's not just one. The entertainment industry as a whole. It's very toxic, <laughs> as we already know. But I think it's just interesting how like a lot more artists are speaking out about suing um, their record labels, suing these big time people and yet there's still a whole bunch of people who want to be signed and it's just like are you not listening to what the people who are already in the industry are saying right i think desperation is just hitting all the time though. yeah <laughs> and just it's just interesting um with the whole kiki situation i love how she took it as like there's not i feel like, like there's not another her you know because like, yeah. we're all our individual selves like we're not all super unique or like these unique snowflakes but we're all different from each other we all have something we bring to the table and she's like to compare me to her is unfair to her compa- like, like yeah. it's not fair kind of women I, women. Each other. Yeah. I really don't <clears throat> like that um that's probably actually one of my bigger pet peeves and to top it off it's comparing sisters that really irritates me um but it's irritating i like every woman is beautiful in their own way and there's no need to compare because everybody, like you said, brings something different to the table. And I wish people would just understand that it goes well beyond of the color of your skin. <clears throat> or the texture of your hair, how you look. It goes beyond the physicality of people. Yeah. And once I feel like once we understand that, which I, I don't honestly know if we will. It seems like such a simple concept to understand, but people things we cannot can. get it. I think it just has to do a lot of insecurities and a lot of Oh, I think to go back to how people view themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be honest. I mean, like, I, 
Here's something else I've noticed is that people can't just compliment people anymore. They gotta take it a step further and do a slap in the face because that's what that tweet was. Um, they can't just be like, "I'm so happy Kiki is getting all this recognition from this movie." They have to and give that period. backhanded. <clears throat> Go, girl! Exclamation mark! Sleep it up. Yeah. And y'all brought Zendaya up, and it was Zendaya's like. I understand the optics of like understand the optics of understanding like like we just discussed like biracial women being placed in roles like that I understand that but that girl wasn't even up for the role <laughs> so I don't get it she was minding her own business yes, doing what she was doing you gonna drag her into conversation drag you home Leave, leave people alone. <laughs> like to yourself. Leave, leave me alone. alone. <laughs> I'm screaming at you, getting an argument to you home. <laughs> I did. It wasn't, okay, it wasn't even like an argument. It was just. Did she block you? No. Did you block her? No, I block her. Oh. <laughs> no. It was, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just a very passionate topic. What were you talking about? It was like, it was something around along the lines of if. Our ancestors, I think, would still be happy with how the black community is now. It was around that oh, context. That's an interesting topic, to yeah. be honest. Mm-hmm. That's, maybe a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting topic, for real. And I was in at UT. I was real heavy into because I was taking a lot of because I was one of my minors like African American diaspora. So I was just kind of really into it. I my opinion was no to an extent because. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's a whole other topic. That's a whole different topic. Top but she disagreed with me saying that she thinks basically they would. I said really no, and so it was just kind of like that. But it wasn't like we weren't rude or anything. It was just something. Just agree, disagree. Sorry, y'all. There's it's a car so, going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. Every time we record, it's a noise. A dog, a car, <laughs> people, oh, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Mine? I don't see your keys are like over. Never mind. It looks like there's lights going, but maybe the sun reflecting off of your lights. We'll cut that out, or we can leave it in. I don't really care. But yeah. So I guess to be fair, and since we talked about colorism, I personally. As a big of a Beyonce fan as I am, I will clarify, I'm not somebody who's delusional enough to fight behind her on the internet. <laughs> I'm not delusional enough to like go off, but I also realize that she's a human being, she has faults, and she's not like a god. I feel like a lot of people do that with celebrities and artists, and that's very unhealthy. But I also feel like I can honestly say, like I said, it was Zendaya, Beyonce definitely benefits from colorism. Even though she tries to make the field as equitable as she tries to with the younger generation, she, there's no denying that she, as well as other light-skinned or mixed-race artists or actors, have benefited from it. Mm-hmm. It's not only so got true. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can do is, it, it, no, it, it, when it comes to genetics, you can't control yeah. certain things. Yeah. But you can at least you try be to aware, make yeah. things Exactly. Better. Be aware of where you stand and fit in society. And, yeah. And bring people to the table. Yeah. Like, don't be delusional. Like, like yeah. that's not, like, if you do not believe you benefit from colorism, like, this is an example, that means you're not paying attention to yeah. how people treat other people. You're literally living in your own world without mm-hmm. actually looking at, I don't get it. We can go on and on about this, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um... But did y'all have anything else y'all wanted to say about this? Go ahead, girl. Go ahead, Kiki. 
But no, I like I, I am I know I just asked. <laughs> but no, like she has done a lot in her career. Especially only being what, twenty nine? Yeah. She's done yeah, a lot. So let's just give both women their flowers and just keep it moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanna um see her and Daniel um, Kalula. <laughs> and more shows and because like if you watch them just like their interviews or just watch them hang out because they still hang out i'm like wow have you seen the movie mm-hmm. no did you like it i liked it i'm still trying to figure out what it was about <laughs> i did i was not a fan of it really i did not like it. i love it's not my favorite jordan movie. i would say know. that it's not my favorite i like all his movies but maybe i need to see it again <laughs> but also i'm not a fan of like cowboys and aliens like things yeah i'm not a fan of like westerns or anything so that that maybe played a part in why i didn't like it as much but no like kiki did a really good job in that movie she did a really good job acting so that was nice to see i have not seen it i used to do this interview she did my supervisor loves kiki palmer (laughs) and we (laughs) send each other like clips of interviews from her just She's, I don't know. And it's like, I love her. I love people, especially women, who just own who they are and take up space. Yeah. Um, instead of playing small. Um, but yeah, that's not my favorite Jordan Peele movie either. Yeah. What's yours? Mine would have to be. Uh, I liked Us. That I still good. need to go back and watch it. <laughs> that was really good. I think I watched I it only once. Um, it was like creepy enough for me, mm-hmm. but also like. Okay, like I I get this. <laughs> so it was it was a cool movie. I need to watch it again. I haven't seen it in a while, but that would be my favorite one. Get Out was really good. That was. Um, what movie? I think it was another three. No, he has another one. You're right. Yeah, there's another one. It was like it a family one too, but like they've gone to a house. I think I know, and it was a guy from. It was a guy from. Um. um um, Wakanda. What is that movie? Uh, Black Panther. Yeah. He played M- Mboko or like the. Oh, Mbaku. Um. <laughs> I know. I know. I know what I'm talking about, but I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, that was another movie. So there are four movies I think mm. in the last two years he's done. But they've all been. I like them all. No, maybe I just have to watch it again. Maybe I'm just biased because I don't like westerns. But <laughs> that has not been my favorite so far. I feel like nope, definitely was a little bit more abstract yeah and it, it felt like it took a long time, time to yes. like i'm like okay i get what's going on but it, i i see it's moving really slow so for me like the ending was the most interesting part mm-hmm. but i'm like i just sat here for the last 20 minutes to be interesting <laughs> so. right and then i think the one thing i will say i hate that they killed off keith david so early yeah, that was he like literally died in the first five minutes, of, like, and I was like two minutes of the movie, and it was confusing because I was like, "How is okay? What's die? going on? Like, I still don't understand what's yeah. going on." But then you see, um, I don't know. I felt like it just took too long for me to understand what was going on, and then the only interesting like scenes to me were near the end. The thing that confused the hell out of me, to be completely honest, was the, the monkey. And um, I thought they were doing something with that story because yeah. I'm like, okay, let me keep 
keep this in the back of my head, pay attention to this, and it never went anywhere. Because <laughs> so I was like, like, that's what we were talking mm-hmm. about. I was like, how does that story connect to the larger story? Yeah, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. I knew because I, I liked in Us, the, it opens with like all the rabbits, uh-huh. and then you get what that means at the end of the movie. So, I, the monkey did not... They didn't tie that <laughs> up very well. Maybe I didn't understand how they tied that in, but I didn't get it. Yeah. I guess we are all joking today. Sorry, y'all. Let's um, move into our main topic. So, <laughs> July 29th, Beyonce dropped her album. Renaissance Act One, which is the first part of a three-part series from her, and I got a box. Yeah, <laughs> and in my personal opinion, I think this is this series is her last album. I'm ready to go to her concert. Sierra <laughs> said she wants to pay dollars. Like literally yeah. drop I'm rates. Willing, I'm willing, very willing. Okay, in my opinion, I thought this box was going to be bigger. Same, and I think it was going to be small. But it came with. The CD, it came with the shirt with pose four, which is cool. And then the box. <laughs> that, that is all. <laughs> okay, y'all, this is how it looks, I think. That's the, like the little poster that came with it. Okay, but it's like, um, and then on the back, it's like another one of her poses. So. And then I also got both records. She did a limited edition record and then the, the record for the album. Um, a rolling tray, and I think I think that's all I got. Cause what did you get? You got something I, got, I wanted. I got <laughs> so the church girl shirt. I got the church girl long sleeve, and then I got the. I'm debating getting something else next paycheck based off of it. Um, and then I got the all over your mind poster. Cool. And I need to get a frame for that because I'm gonna actually frame that. It's gonna be so. Cool. Cool. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited <laughs> to see my living space too. I'm trying to figure out. I've been wanting to do like when I admire um, like a section of my living space, um, mm-hmm. but because she's never on there. Um, but um, yeah, that's what I got. But this album was highly anticipated. Uh, if you are a Beyonce fan, you know, you follow the accounts, you know that this has been talked about for a minute. Um, it's highly anticipated, and in my personal opinion, it is a very, very different album. Yeah. Um, I, from her normal stuff. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have thoughts? <laughs> I like the whole album, like front to back. Mm-hmm. I very much <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> I've been, I've, I've listened to it. I've taken a break from listening to it because since it came out, I was listening to it every single day, all day. So I really enjoyed the album. I like Beyonce now. Like from Lemonade to this point, I feel like all the work she's done has been really good. And it is something else out there. The 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 Blackest King. She did that documentary on Disney. Yeah. Did y'all see that and listen mm-hmm. to the album and see the visual album? Okay. Uh, <laughs> that, that was, was the first really time I watched good. it when I, was, when, I was at, when I was at your place. That's the first mm-hmm. time I watched that. That was so. I like that project. Um, Beyonce's been coming out with some good stuff. I hope she goes on tour one last time. Because I feel like if she goes, does another tour, that she that's does. it. <laughs> this will literally be the last tour she will ever do. So I'm just waiting on that. 
can't imagine working from like 14 to 42 like that. That's <laughs> all like, she's probably ready to retire. Mm -hmm. She has kids and stuff. Yes, she's probably ready to be done. So I'm happy she blessed us with more music. <laughs> the fact is, knowing how she operates, this is the old stuff. Act one is the old stuff. Like, she's already recorded yeah. Act two and three. Yeah. <laughs> so, like somebody said, she really just dropped this album and dropped the merch and left. Like, she, like she's like really what she did. She went back about her business. That sounds normal to me. It sounds normal. I mean, like, I'm like why did I have surprise? She don't talk to us. No. She <laughs> don't talk to us. See, I, I love the, the privacy that she has. Yeah. You don't hear nothing unless she posts about it or something. Mm -hmm. Nothing. <laughs> But I don't know, like, I've never been a huge Beyonce fan. But you'd like, but I did really song. like this album. I felt like it was a very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Affirmative? Is that the word I'm looking for? Affirmations? Yeah. You liked a lot of, like, the words, the lyrics. Of yeah, the I did like the, the lyrics. I think it was very empowering. Let me say that. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. Well, that was a pretty good album. I enjoyed it. Um, I think that some part of like um, just course online, people were like, "This is the thing when you reach that level of caliber, it don't matter what you do. Somebody er, people are gonna love it or they're gonna absolutely hate it. Yeah. And um, it doesn't matter what you do or how good it is. Like even if it's genuinely, objectively, for most people, good. Like like it was just interesting seeing people saying like. No, oh, I thought this album she was gonna talk about hard issues, but with Black is <laughs> Black is King, she literally went yeah, to Africa. Did. Yeah, talking <laughs> to Africa, went to Nigeria, South Africa. I think Molly, she went to a variety mm -hmm. of different countries, filmed there, worked with artists there. A lot of people, people, and a she lot. she's talked about police brutality. Well, she's yeah. talked about a lot she's of stuff in the past few years, and every single time Homegirl has y'all dragged her and saying yeah. she's being opportunistic. Opportunistic. So now when she does just a regular, regular, just dance, love life, I love my, mm -hmm. like that type of stuff, then somebody was like, it's okay to, so somebody just to create work that's just fun. They don't have to have a political statement, which I really like that because I'm just like, then you're asking somebody to be an agent at all times, yeah. agent at all times, and that's not how people are. I don't know. I don't feel like everything needs to be political, like every piece of art or every work or creation or piece of content needs to be political. Or have a larger message of what it actually yeah, is. I agree. There's already so much hard shit going on. Mm -hmm. Like, can we have fun at least a little bit? <laughs> but okay, I'm gonna go by song by song. You want to start? Sure. Why do I have to? Stop? We go. We go song by song, yeah, and then we can do like our top five. Yeah, at the at the end. So, oh, I think there's like a little booklet. I I actually enjoy Beyonce like as an artist. I, I like people that are polarizing. Mm -hmm. People love her, her or they absolutely hate her. And I love it. <laughs> I love polarizing people. Oh, this is cute. Is she like, really yeah, is I haven't, I haven't gone through this yet. Yeah. It's like I feel like I'm in between thing. Beyonce, though. You're in between? I feel like I, as far as like, <laughs> I don't, I'm not like a huge fan, but I don't not, I don't not hate her either. Right. So I feel like I am kind of in between with Beyonce. I haven't looked through this yet. I thought these were like the song lyrics, but I this did. is literally just like a little booklet. Oh. Like a picture? Yeah, like a photo. Oh, the, you know. 
I wish I you should have used bigger print on this. <laughs> In a different, I know that's a print style she uses for everything, but I don't yeah. want bigger print. Sorry, mother. We'll post like a few pictures of. I'm right. Well, yeah. she said there's no visual album. I said, ma'am. The visuals of this are sick. I'm like, I yes. never really need to be a visual album. And this is okay. So this is this is Act One. What do y'all think? Do y'all think there's an Act Two and Three? They're, they said there's a two. When she announced it, she said there's a three part act. Uh-uh. Amazing. I like. I I know a lot of people are going to be mad at me for saying this, but there. I genuinely believe this is her last album, like her last massively produced probably. album for a while. Probably. If I was a billionaire with children, right? Why y'all expect her to keep working? I'm done. I need to do in this industry. Mm-hmm. I've given. But I need yeah, I've time to it. Go. It's time to wrap it up. It's time to enjoy her life. Yeah. People just want artists to perform, perform, perform. Right. Like, not really how hard right. and taxing that is. That's just time away from your, your family. That's. People think just going and recording stuff in a studio is easy. <laughs> Look, recording an album is very. That's <laughs> a lot that goes into an album. You can literally be in the studio for 24 hours. Yeah. Just trying to come some, uh, just trying to come up the whole song. You are, you're paying for how long you're in that studio too. So it's, it requires a lot of money and time. <laughs> so it's a lot that goes into really making an album that I feel like a lot of people don't understand because yeah. they just get the finished product, but you right. didn't see the the process of making that album. Right. So we can start with the first track. I'm that girl. I. Let's try and listen to it. Like it dropped <laughs> when I was at offsite for my job, like a marketing thing. And a few of us were. Oh, were you out of town? Yeah. So time? a few of us were like big Beyonce fans. Comes right up to me, and she started playing it. We're trying to figure out what was being said at the beginning. <laughs> we're like, is this Meg? Did she get Meg to do this? Because the verse sounds like Meg to me. Um, but like, it's a sample though. Yeah, it's a sample. But I, yeah, but at first I thought it was like because we didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I was like half drunk. But um. I don't know. What are your thoughts on I'm That Girl? I feel like for me, it's definitely like a, it feels like an affirmation thing that you said. Yeah, it does. 100% to me. And that's why I like that song. Because mm-hmm. it's very like, I'm really big on affirmations and like what I tell myself in the morning, in the mirror when I get up. And that's why I like that song. <laughs> it's really good. Like it's it's not the diamonds, it's not the pearls, it's not the things, the clothes I wear. It's me. That's what it is. You said it's not my man. I said I know. <laughs> but that's like it's so easy to mm-hmm. think that like women. I don't know when you're a woman who is powerful who has done things for herself, and you're with a man that is your equal. Right. Like when we're talking that type dynamic between them, straight man and straight woman. Like when we're talking that dynamic. It's very easy for people to like gloss over your accolades and all right. things you've accomplished. You're like, oh, she's only on because of him. Mm-hmm. So I really like that she put that in there. Yeah. Everybody said that. I was going to say. Lauren, you want to do the next Right, song? right. Let's go to um, the, the next track is Cozy. Um, that, well, I guess that was in my top five, but. Girl, wait. <laughs> <laughs> we can take that out. <laughs> we'll take that out, but, but no, I, I I really did like that song. I loved how she was just talking about being comfortable in herself. Mm-hmm. I think it was very just relatable for me because as you're just growing as a person, you go through so many transitions mm-hmm. of yourself. So for me, I feel like one of these last few years, I've just kind of started getting really comfortable with myself. So that's why I kind of really did like that song. So. 
I'm sorry. If you're listening, I'm trying to open a boba cup. You're trying to eat the rest of the boba. I'm trying to eat the rest of the boba because that's what I got it for. There we go. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I really like cozy for the same reasons. Just feeling comfortable with, with who I am. And that's not really like a journey I've gone through recently, but I have like gone through that that journey and just been comfortable with who I am as I change as a person mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm about to change again and I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> so that will definitely be a song I probably listen to more because I get very uncomfortable with myself as I like grow and change so that was that was a good song I like. I think for the same reasons. Um, to your point, like those different changes. Because in the middle, she's like, been that, been that, been that. Like mm-hmm. we've all been different iterations of ourselves. But I love like the fact that she made the song now at like forty one, yes. forty two, and she's mm-hmm. just like, you know, I'm comfortable because I I genuinely do think there are some people who are naturally raised in an environment or just born that way to where they're comfortable in who they are and they don't have very many insecurities but I think that's not true for most people and I think for women it takes till about 30 something 40 something to like completely be like this is who I am I know my flaws I know this I know that take it or leave it I feel like that's I love that she made that song at this age the next song (laughs) (laughs) the next song is Alien Superstar which took over Twitter. Yes, it <laughs> took over Twitter. I don't like that. Unique. Yes. <laughs> like, NBC. All the memes. Tweets, all the memes. <laughs> Everyone's everywhere spelling unique as U N H U Q E. I said, y'all are really. Definitely not how it was spelled in the song, but I guess. <laughs> well, no, like, I, I, I like that song because. Being a black woman, sometimes it feels like I'm not from this planet. I feel like I was just dropped here. Like, I don't know what's going on. So I I like that one because it's like it's okay to be different, mm-hmm. and that's always how I've been. Like I've always known I'm different, and it's just it's okay to be unique. It's okay to be different than everyone else. And I felt like that was kind of the main like theme and message of that song. That's a good uh, message. <laughs> Do you got something else to say? Right. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have something else to say. No. Oh. And then, uh, well, after after Alien Superstar is Cuff It. Oh, I'm still on Alien Superstar. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad, my bad. I'm moving ahead. <laughs> well, she said I'm the bar. Like, I feel like a lot of people thought she, they were talking hard compared to everybody else, but I feel like. No. Hard compared to hard. Yes. It's not you against other people. I mean, yes. I mean, like, I guess, like, 
for a job, people like it's you against other people, but I, it's I mainly you against you. Yeah, yeah. How you present yourself and how you carry yeah. yourself is going to determine a lot of things. So. Yeah. Like you, like you are the bar. Like you pass that bar, you set a new bar. Like yeah. like you are the goal setter. Like that is ultimately to me. That's my big takeaway from that song. This next song is "Cuff It," Lauren. You should start. We. <laughs> I like when y'all. I, I feel like y'all have listened to like a lot more than I have. So I was Which just trying to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cuff It actually is is one of the songs that. I, I skip sometimes. Oh, no, damn. <laughs> no, damn. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> because Cuff It gives me, like, more Beyonce's, like, earlier sound, like, early Beyonce sound. And, like, I like it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But I like how Beyonce has sounded from Lemonade till now. Mm-hmm. I like that Beyonce <laughs> sound. <laughs> so Cuff It just gives me, like, her, her, like, older, like, the energy of her songs mm-hmm. um, when she first started um, making music so I think that song is cool as like an homage to like her earlier stuff mm-hmm. it's but yeah, it's, it's not, not a favorite like it's, it's not, not a favorite I love this song um I but I cover reminds me um it's a party song to me yeah yeah and it reminds me of party because of that mm-hmm. um but it definitely has um a hot take Four, if you're a Beyonce fan, four is that girl. I don't care what y'all think about album four, but four is that girl. Um, but I like Cuff It. I it reminds me of like, like I said, a party, a wedding reception song. Like that's definitely yeah, something I can yeah. see at a wedding reception. Um, there are some songs where it's like clearly like love songs, like or like mm. I'm in love. Um, mm. But I love Cuff It. I love it in the Cuff It. Energy. Hot take, I can take her legs with energy. <laughs> this song, y'all. Y'all, the debate with this, the sample. Oh, oh the sample. The police. Mm-hmm. Um, Homegirl, Trina. Did you hear, like, the, the wrap-up of that whole situation? You know what I mean? So, Beyonce basically took her sample yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. But with her, like, she even gave her writing credit, so she could have possibly, like, made money off of that song, but... No, it's not going to happen. I think the issue, like, when I sit back and look at it now, it's not a legality issue. It's mm-hmm. more so, like, Khalees is, when I listen to Khalees now, because at first I was like, girl, what's your point? Yeah. But when I go back and listen now, I understand what Khalees was saying. It was like, she could have at least gotten a call. Yeah. Which I understand that's a common decency thing. Yeah. However, what she Khalees is doing and saying about Beyonce is a comment, saying she's retarded, excuse the language, yeah. and y'all using that slur, but, like, it's she's you know literally use this and stuff she's our word she can't read all this stuff i'm just like man this is not the behavior you should be using yeah. if like that's not it yeah you um, could just call on her and your call had a private conversation about her so yeah. it's gonna take her to the internet. internet we're too old to be doing this internet business if and you have a problem with the person talk to that person and she said it's really not about beyonce it's about Pharrell, I'm just like, then you need to like, then <laughs> she says she just caught a stray in this, and I'm just like, you want to drag her in the I just, I don't, I didn't get it. I understand Cookie's wanting to have received a phone call, I get mm-hmm. that, but the way in which it was sort of done wasn't in good taste, but I understood the message. Right. Um, but I like that song. I just take the energy, I'm gonna be real honest, especially without um, that part. Mm hmm. 
it sounds hollow because I was talking to my coworker about yeah. it. It sounds weird. With I like I like that my records I have is like the original, original. how the album was intended to be. Yes. <laughs> I like that so much. But when I know now when they make CDs and records, it's gonna have that part taken out. Yeah. So it is really cool to have the album as it was intended. Yeah. But yeah, break my soul. The single off the album because it got leaked. <laughs> I like that song. I do too. Big Free at the beginning. Yes, I love. Energy. I'm a Big Free stand, so I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it really be feeling like people want to break your soul. It Ooh, does. So. <laughs> That's she said that, the lyric that resonated with me. She says. Um, they work my nerves. That's why I can't sleep at night. I got that. <laughs> I understand that. I would be pulling you out of your character. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> literally pulling you out of your character. Um, well, TikToks I've seen people saying they start their work days saying that. Yes, like, I said no. Oh, I said I just put my job. So, I'm, like, I'm like thinking about it. Your freedom was like release your job. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> like don't let these people really bother you. It's basically what they're saying. It's like don't yeah, let this bother you. Um, but I don't know. I feel like as human beings, we allow people to break our soul because we shouldn't yeah. allow situations or people or job to like get that much, get their closet deep yeah. to us like that to where it affects us to that degree. Oh, I hear that message loud and clear. I'll quote a job in a second. <laughs> I, do I do not care. I'm getting close to that. Oh my gosh. Y'all gonna get a message from me. Like, <laughs> well. <laughs> It's done. <laughs> Shoot, the job already broken in half. So keep let's keep going. The end of break my soul is probably my favorite part of that song. To hear the What's choir the in song? it. And the very end. What's the next song after break my soul? Church oh, you. Are you still on break? Yeah, I'm saying okay. because of that 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 tune yeah. into church girl. Yeah. Uh, oh. choir. I like the, how the whole album flows together. Because when I was first listening to it, I was like, I went through two songs and didn't realize. Yeah, I went through about three songs and didn't realize it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, this is, I, and I love, some of my favorite albums are albums that are like this. Each song flows into each other, mm-hmm. and from front to back, it's like, it feels like its own, like, thing, its own project, yeah. not just an album with some songs on it. Yes. So, I really enjoy how the whole album flows together. Mm-hmm. You know, I listened to it incorrectly, the person yeah. <laughs> with somebody from church about this because we've talked about this song specifically she and I um is that her and I yes whatever um watching I'm I'm Christian and watching this is no shade towards anyone because I've seen a variety of different pastors and religious leaders and Christian influencers say something about the song watching people yes Yes, watching people tear the song apart and have an issue with it because they're saying she's being disrespectful to God when in church shouldn't be aiming to this which you know what let's pause here for me personally the whole conversation around sex we're about to be over this hour limit but this whole conversation <laughs> maybe this will be a part one part, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, this whole conversation about sex within the church 
specifically with like within the American evangelical church, it's always like woman, your body is for your husband, but never understanding that women also enjoy sex too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I find it interesting. They're like, this should be something that women should aim for. I'm like, you don't have married women in church, like who are married, and, but it doesn't make sense to me. But like watching pastors and religious leaders and Christian influencers tear this song apart and you know get upset about it, but being quiet when a male rapper oh, comes out with a song talking about killing n words. The greatest. Degrading women, but y'all, y'all quiet as church mouse when that mice when that happened. Those songs come out a ton, but y'all only get upset when it's a woman owning her sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like my thing is like just apply it evenly. Apply it yeah. evenly. That's what my issue is. Which is never applied. It's, which is never <laughs> very rarely applied evenly. Across I even watch people debate about this song. I'm like, you know, like, you know, I already knew it as soon as I heard. It, I said this would be a problem on like religious Twitter, yeah. Christian religious Twitter. That's why I didn't even mm-hmm. look for it. I didn't not look for it, but I thoroughly. It's just like you just I don't know. You just want to like get a band story. Like that's what you want to do, but it's just it is the twerk song on the album. It is the twerk song on the album. <laughs> I think it's just annoying how people. Feel like when, when it comes when in terms of like religious matters, that person you go to church with is might not be the same person you see on Monday. Yes, <laughs> like I feel like people put all these masks on and go to church, and then throughout the remainder of the Monday through Saturday, you doing what you want to do anyway. Like this is nothing new. Right? <laughs> this is nothing new at all. So it's just kind of I think it was a very comical <laughs> to be honest. And I think what it brought up for me is like, again, the conversation around sex within the church is very interesting to me. Um, because it's just like, it's like, like she's like, the song is not even about <laughs> sex, but like, it's just like the idea of like twerking or like expressing yourself, like your music or just like owning who you are fully as a person. Part of that is sensuality. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like. I, I personally am grappling with the fact that I don't feel like the church does a good job understanding sensuality and understanding how that impacts people um, and how that comes to life. And then, I don't know, I just feel like for me personally, I was taught, you know, like sex was in the confines of marriage, modesty. I was taught a whole bunch of stuff, but I really, very rarely have ever heard that like a woman has a right to own her sexuality, her sexuality, even within the parameters of a ma- biblical marriage. Like, yeah. that was something I did not hear very often, and a lot of girls are talking about that right now. Like, I always thought sex, they were like, I always thought sex is just for my husband and not for me. And that is very damaging to. So, like, that's all just brought up a lot for me. Oh, I'm thinking about it a lot for, for people, but there's like, there's so many guidelines and rules on how a woman has to do this, a woman has to do that. But there's, like you said, it's, it's men are free. Men, they are the men freest are free beings on planet Earth. To do what they want they to can, do. Yeah, they can, men can literally do whatever they want to do. But I will say, like, I feel like, I feel like it even bigger, it brought the fact that, like, we have, like, if we're looking at the Bible, like, there are such strict guides even for men, but it's mainly from being a provider. Yeah. And so, like, it's just like, I don't know. I, they don't do that. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. That is not being done, but they expect women to still do. Live that's out that's a podcast episode, which so you said that on thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just feel like, you know. I didn't I know there was that much. There's I, controversy around this song. People said she sold her soul. They said that every time she dropped <laughs> <laughs> I was like, y'all don't know this Every time she drops, but a lot of the main period, a lot of people that be criticizing, I would be doing what she's saying in the album anyway. <laughs> right. so and that's my thing. It's just like I don't get why. I don't know. 
I just feel like I that's all brought up for me some issues I have with how the church deals with um, sex, sexuality, um, sensuality, women, like the whole women's, like how the church deals with women. It brought up a lot of that for me and how I'm grappling with some of the teachings. That's why I left. <laughs> that's why I'm no longer a part of the Christian community and I'm the Please do not try to save me in the comments. I do not need saving. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I just want to just a very interesting song, depending on how you take it. But I like the lyric in the song. Um, only I can judge me. Um, I was born free. I like that, mm -hmm. that little song. I love I was born free. But like, I think people forget that. <laughs> like I do not belong to anybody I do not belong to my husband I do not belong to my children I belong to me but I think <laughs> that, that is a problem it, it, a lot of people don't know who they are yeah you know, without some type of being tied to something else yeah and mainly women mm -hmm. so but no, think, you know, sorry, you can no, I was just gonna say I, I appreciate when a person just being themselves like how you are Sunday through Sunday cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, no I mean I'm, I feel like in society, a lot of people do feel like you have to wear different hats in different situations. Like you have to put on a religious hat, a, a corporate hat, a, your hat. Can we just wear one hat? Like, <laughs> I like people that are them at all times, authentically them 100% of the time. They're the same at work, school, church, home, everything. <laughs> but there are a lot of people that act a certain way depending on where they're going or what situation they're in. And... It's like at that point, you're just living your life as a convenience to other people. You're not living your life for you. I think what she was kind of relating mm -hmm. to, just, you got to live your life for you at the end of the yeah. day. <laughs> I saw yeah. some thread, and they were saying the songs about her cousins, because they were, like, in a choir, but they were, like, at church, and they were recording secular music on the side, and they got kicked out of the choir, apparently, for that. Somebody told me that. <laughs> that's wild. Like, that's, like, apparently, that's that was, wild. like, the inspiration for the song. It's like... It's just, it's just interesting. It's just, I think the, 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 the optics around women in church, especially the black church, is very interesting. That could be a, church girl could be a whole pile. It, it, it could. Um, it literally could. It could be several, because it's very interesting unpacking that. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll, like, make that, um, like, its own episode. Yeah. Because... We we have two very different perspectives because I have a perspective of not being a Christian anymore mm -hmm. and why that's like one of the reasons why I stopped going to church because I'm just like, y'all really just, women are just people that give men babies <laughs> like that's, and cook and clean. Like women are not their own people yeah. and, and that's not how it's been taught in my opinion. So that could be really be its own thing. It's a missive conversation because that yeah. ties into this. <laughs> So this is the end of the first part of this. Tune into yes. the second part, which we're about to record for the second half of the album, y'all.